Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense. Hello, you and you, but not you. You smell of apples. Uh. How are you? Oh, really? Oh, that's a shame. I think making your hair look like a giant bum really suits you. I don't care what the haters say, and I think when you go back to school, everyone will love it. Sorry, I mean, welcome to a bonus episode of Comedy Club for Kids Presents Radio Nonsense. You see, when we recorded the six episodes you've hopefully heard with all the fantastic comedians, there was a lot of extra nonsense that we couldn't fit into them. As otherwise, you'd have been listening for so long, you'd have turned 100 years old, and then you wouldn't have been able to listen anymore, because that's the law, okay? Deal with it, 100-year-olds. Just stop it. Some of the extra nonsense was, of course, total rubbish, like someone just coughing or burping or boring bits like, we're recording now, even though we already were recording and no one had told me because no one tells me anything. Hmm. But some of the extra nonsense was superb and very silly bonkersness that I felt you, the loyal under-100-year-old listenership, deserved to hear. So... Enjoy this mix of farting babies, dinosaur dentists, non-cheese and fish holidays and hopefully it'll give you some extra giggles. Have some of this in your ears! Okay, I've got another two and then uh, if you two have any, but let's let's go for this. Um, Would you rather, every time you farted, your bum played your most hated song or every time you had a shower or a bath, instead of water, it was old baked beans that came out? Old baked beans every time. Really? You'd prefer that to farting your least favourite song? Okay, we'll deal with that in a second. When you say old baked beans, do you mean baked beans that have been consumed already, or you just mean they're past their sell-by date? They're just really old. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. To, to be fair, they're just old, stinky baked beans. Like, they have been, like, hanging around for a long time. Do they come with the tomato sauce? Yeah, I think so. I think so. And they're just pouring out your shower or out your bath, and that's the only thing you can wash in ever in your life ever. And the problem is, like, the song I hate most in the world is Don't Stop Believing by Journey, which is an absolute, <laughs> absolute aberration against mankind. It's terrible. Uh, listeners, if you are too young to know that, um, which you might be, please do go l- look it up and then uh, play it whenever you're near Ben. Uh, oh, please don't. Please don't. The, the thought of farting and just having that hollow air-punching aberration of a song <laughs> blasting out between my cheeks like they're some sort of 1980s ghetto blaster. I refuse to countenance. I would be more embarrassed to fart that in a lift with the Queen and Prince Philip than if I were to fart 
in, in, in a lift with them normally. Be awful. Be horrible. I, I mean, the thing is, the idea of you farting and it's suddenly going, don't stop. <laughs> I mean, that is very funny to me. That's, uh, that's very funny. But fair enough, you've made your choice. Uh, Ada, what would your choice I'm be? I'm torn. I'll be honest with you, I'm torn. Because I, I, I love baked beans. I don't have a problem with old things. Lots of vitamin C in the tomatoes. Um, however, I think it might be safer and less smelly uh, to fart a song uh, but partly because everybody's wearing earphones. They probably wouldn't hear me. Mm. Um, but of the two, I'm going to pick the baked beans as well, actually. I think I will pick the baked beans. Okay, and is, is that because you particularly like old baked beans? Not particularly, but I don't dislike them. Not yet. I probably sure. would if I had to constantly bathe in them. I mean, it's also very lucky that this is a would you rather, because if you constantly have to bathe in baked beans, chances are you're probably going to consume a few, you might then fart more, and then what if you were then had both of these afflictions, you'd end up always farting your least favourite song. Could I ask a question? Mm. Is there a loophole in this? As in, if I join a gymnasium and I go and have a shower there, does that shower me with beans? Or can I have a shower with water at the gym no. and the beans are just at home? Always beans. Oh, well. Still beans, then. Fair enough. Good. I think you've both dealt with this very diplomatically. I'm very impressed. Uh, I mean, on the basis of being a history on Earth, this is a question that I wanted to ask you, yeah. because um, for, for the listeners, a history on Earth, obviously, is my way of saying an archaeologist. Mm. Um, and Paul is one of them archaeologists. And I heard, now you can tell me if this is true, that once you dug so far down that you found a worm and it was really old. Oh, yeah, it was a very old worm. Uh, little beard. Uh, very wise worm asked it any question and it knew the answer but it couldn't wow. speak English it was very difficult to get any of the facts out of it do you know what language it was speaking worm and I'm sorry but I only did it to GCSE yeah so it's... I could ask it where the bibliotheque was uh, and that was it and it would just wriggle point me in the direction of a library very cool yeah that wise. is very cool I, wow I wish I, I I don't really know any worm I think um the the basic I got when I was sort of visiting visiting Wormington, I yeah. learned how to say hello, which I think is. Oh, <laughs> I think that's it, isn't it? I think that's it. But I'm not sure if that's. Oh, right. It's just the way you're pronouncing it. It's very funny accent. Sure, I know because I'm not a worm and I don't have the uh, the wriggling to go with the yeah, noises. Yeah. I believe um, your introduction line was a bit of worm as well, wasn't it? There was, yeah, the wriggle, wriggle, I like acorns, and that's why that was actually. Um, we, we don't know who sent that in. It's very possible it was, it was a, worm. a worm. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know how they'd have written it with the pen that they wrote it in, but. <laughs> The you know worms have got a lot of skills. Yeah, they're very very skillful. But yes, I did I did find one. I dug uh, I dug down almost uh, thirty centimeters and uh, found a worm there. And uh, yeah, it was just it was just nice to be able to share a space with such a noble creature. Well, that's lovely. That's really beautiful. And uh, if there are any worms listening, I just want you to know that you are welcome uh, to this show. Unless you're over a hundred years old, in which case get out. <laughs> uh, but all less than a hundred year old worms, very welcome. <laughs> Um, on that Lion's Wee thing, I had to have two showers this morning uh, because after I got out of my shower, I was moving my cat. Uh, and cats have a thing like a skunk. They have a thing in their bum where Ooh. if they get scared, they spray smell on you. Ooh. And my cat didn't see me coming behind it. And I was moving it off my T-shirt and it panicked and it sprayed up my arm and I had to get back in the shower. <laughs> That's really horrible. Yeah. I also feel like I'd really enjoy it more. You know when you go into like a store or like in an airport or something, people spray perfume at you. It'd if you care about a cat. Yeah, yeah. if they just had a cat that they'd fed specifically, like maybe that curry or, or, or lion's wee or whatever too, and then they just sprayed a cat at you. And you could lift its tail and it'd go... Tss, tss, yeah, and then it would leave... And they would leave a mark. Hey. <laughs> oh, there we go. I just thought we'd uh, bring it back to the question of mark there. 
My parents are also, um, they're anteater beef eaters, but they're vegan. Right, right. So that means they only eat vegan ants? Yes. Right. Uh, which are, what are they made of? They're made of, um, it's called non-cheese. Oh, yeah, so yeah, So it's yeah. like anti Made from nuns, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yes. I mean, everything that. is non-cheese that isn't cheese at the end of the day. This, yes. This table is non, non-cheese. Yes, well, that'd be no, fine. That, Her no, parents that could eat table them. is cheese. Is it? Oh, yeah, you're right, you've actually. been very mistaken. That is, a, that is a massive cheese. piece of Stilton. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How did you get that it's in be quite, it, well, We've got a grocery artist in, you see, and these, this is the sort of thing that they do. Wow. Just oh. the cheese, uh, cheese table. Oh, I underestimated your skills. I know. They're very, very good. Um, so his thing is if we did holidays all the time, how would you know you were on holiday still? Exactly. There's no holiday without not being on holiday. There's no, you know, fun without not fun. I'm so. not saying you have to be on holiday all the time. I'm just saying six or seven or nine would be more exciting than two. But yeah. for how long? Oh, I don't know. Three, four, five days. I absolutely agree. Over ten and you forget where your head is. Who you are. You start rolling around. You, you don't have breakfast. It's all just dinner. You just you just are on holiday. You're never not time. wet. Yeah. That's well, that There's no point in having a bath because you've been in the sea all day. Yeah, and oh then also goodness. you will run out of money. Well, hang on, I'm just hanging on. This is, brings up some very interesting things. If and you're never peanuts. not in the sea, does that mean fish are always on holiday? No, because it's the same as when you go on holiday to a country where other people find it their home. It's effectively, the sea is like um, Portugal for, for everyone else. For fish. So when fish have a holiday, do they have to come out onto the land? Yeah, when fish get caught by fishermen, you know, when they hold them up yeah. and, and they sort of take a photo, that is, that is a holiday for a fish. That's a weekend break, yeah. Yeah, they love it. I mean, but they, do, they enjoy that, don't they? Because yeah, yeah. they, they don't look that happy. In all the pictures, they're sort of like... Yeah, but no, you... that's their version of smiling. Yeah, fish smile by going... That's what they do. Opening their mouths. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. And, they actually, and, and fish actually want to be on people's... Um, sort of mantelpieces. They want sort of photos of them. That's their equivalent of being on like... Uh, Instagram. Instagram. Oh, I see. Yeah. So like when you see like tourists taking loads of pictures of stuff, mm. that's what fish want to... It's their selfie. That's why they jump up out of the sea. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they get and they do it again and again and again because they're so frustrated. We're not quick enough to catch them. Yeah. Sure. And they want to get the right angles mm. as well, don't they? they? want it from the good side and then they can put filters on it and stuff. Yeah. They want yeah, to make yeah. sure they look properly slippery. Mm. Sure, sure. That makes sense. That makes Slip. sense. What Beck, fan of gassy pets? Uh, yes, definitely. But I had, um, I had, uh, pet birds when I was growing up, like pet budgies and stuff. So if they farted too much, then they would poop and they'd poop on your head as they flew over you. Do birds fart as musically as they, uh, tweet? Uh, I can't say I ever heard them fart, but I'm assuming they did. I just sort of wonder if they fart by going like, and that's a... Oh yeah, that'd be so pretty if you wake up in the morning when you hear birds, that's not them tweeting out their mouths. That's them tweeting out their bottoms. I mean, there's every chance that the dawn chorus is actually just a lot the of birds. The bum chorus. Absolutely, the, the bum chorus. There you go. Maybe just every morning, because everyone's a bit farty in the morning, aren't they? Mm. And maybe just in the morning, first thing, all those birds are just like, oh, a bit farty. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, uh, but it sounds beautiful. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Um, Jay, how about you, fan of uh, gassy, gassy pets? I'm just mesmerised by the thought of what birds would sound like if they farted everywhere they went, and that would be the new dawn chorus. I think it would be beautiful, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. I we think... had a cat that never used to make fart noises at all. I'm quite jealous. You didn't? You had, did your cat fart though? No, but um, well, she used to make smells, but we never heard anything. 
Ah, oh, so it could have been concocting potions or for all we a know, weird the smell line of wa- aromatherapy, whatever. Yeah. yeah, for all we know, the smell wasn't even coming from the cat. Oh, no. Yeah. That's, somebody blamed it on the cat. I think my pet that farted the most was my brother. Yeah, that's, that, that's probably fair. Yeah, well, he it wasn't even mo- tame. <laughs> <laughs> it was t- terrible. We used to put newspaper down. <laughs> and he's 25. Wow. Well, it's uh, you know, but I I think that's fair. I, in in our flat now, the our most farty pet is our baby, our baby daughter, and she is quite incredible at it. Definitely, adult sounding farts from a tiny baby is something that's quite terrifying. Wow! Can I hear a uh, Can I hear a sample? What do they sound like? <laughs> like big, big adult farts, but from a tiny baby. Wow! And it's really impressive, and what she looks very pleased with do? herself. Um, some of those like. <laughs> You know, well, I mean, they're the a, ones you got to be careful of. They are the ones you got to be careful of. She's done a squeaky of. one yet. Lots of squeaky ones. It, it's a full range of effects, which you think is something you have to learn as a human, mm. but it turns out that we're we, we've got it innate. Are you sure she's a baby and not a novelty keychain? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good, very good question, actually. Very Has good question. Has she ever done a, a staccato fart? You know, where it's lots of little ones like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's when she's older and she's running. Yeah, that is, it's also that's exactly how you know she's pooed. There's, a, there's, there's definite differences. Uh, so many skills I'm gaining as a parent that I never had before. Um, okay, that's a really good. I mean, because also I suppose if you got like, what if you got dog pigeon or sheep dog pigeons, and then you could use them to round up the other sheep dog pigeons. Would that work, or would that only work if you threw something that would attract pigeon sheep? So, okay, you need to, like, throw some grass in the air to attract the pigeon sheep, and then you use the pigeon sheepdog pigeons to uh, uh, shepherd them? Is that what they do? I see you really thinking this through. You're an expert. You've done this before. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I have. I took part in uh, one monkey man and his sheepdog trials last year which is mostly just a man in a field whistling at some really mutated birds. Wow. And uh, how did that end? Who Did you win? or? Um, I came third because I ate one of my uh, sheep pigeons. That's horrific. But yeah. That's, that's actually, right. It was really, right. but it went really nicely with the breadsticks. That's disgusting. That's made me purple kitten sick. That's, oh, that's no. Horrible. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dinosaurs be friends with the Pope. Probably, yeah. Yeah, they'd be good, good friends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why? Why would you assume that they might not be? Well, because dinosaurs might do a lot of swearing in Latin because they're like, "No, I'm extinct." Rarius. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Oh, and he's from Rome, so yeah. Yeah, and the Pope doesn't like swearing. No, he yeah. doesn't. So if a load of extinct say. dinosaurs turned up and started swearing about being extinct, the Pope would get pretty angry about it. <laughs> he would get very angry about it. Absolutely. Get into a Pope mobile and drive away. But that's probably why he's got the Pope mobile because it's, it's you know it's like a little bubble that you sit in, and that way you can't hear any swear words from dinosaurs. Yeah. I mean that's almost exactly why they built that, isn't it? Just that's to sort of protect the only from... reason. Yeah. So that as he drives past and dinosaurs go, "Rah, Pope, you're um, raining garbage," and then uh, he and then the Pope would be like, "I didn't hear anything." I think he's, he lives in Rome. That's his accent. And so, and then he's protected from it, you see? Yeah. I think that's pretty, that's why the Rome drives around in a little bubble. The Rome? The Pope. The Pope roams around in a driving little popers. Rome's around Rome. The Rome's around driving Pope. But, but. On the back of a dinosaur. <laughs> 
I actually know a family who, well, it wasn't an ugly old witch. It was a very old man. Maybe he was 100. No, not on this podcast. And uh, he knocked on their door. This is in Bristol. He looked in pain. And the mummy said, oh, are you, who are you? Are you all right? He didn't introduce himself. He just said, please, can I come in? I need to use the toilet. And she thought, I can't shut the door in his face. My little boy is watching. We're not the kind of people who reject strangers when we've got a perfectly good toilet. So he came in. They were on their way for a picnic. So they packed up the car and then they all sat there waiting for the old man to come out. 20 minutes later he emerged looking very ashamed said thank you very much. It turned out his voice was just like that. It wasn't because he needed a poo. Oh right. Wow. Yeah that was his old voice and his constipated voice. And he left. She said the smell that came out it was solid. It was like a solid block of smell Mm. filling the house. She didn't let the kids back in. They just packed off and went to the park just, for a picnic. Just they just live somewhere else. Just moved house. Yeah, they just, yeah, I don't think they ever went back. Yeah, they, yeah. they set up a tent in the park mm. and now they just picnic all day. But you think yeah. an Italian family, that would be a gift. It could that, be a gift. Exactly. It could be a gift. And also, he could be seen as a magical witch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also, you, there's an example of somebody that's forced to have a holiday for the rest of the, having to picnic every day because of an old man's stinky poo. Like, that's, I mean, that's a forced holiday forever. Is that a forced well, holiday or is that prison? What's the difference between a forced holiday and? Well, it depends on it depends on if you you know because like like as we discussed, fish like to be on mantelpieces. Yeah. Um, Japanese people think that human beings should be in a zoo while monkeys watch them. Mm. Maybe there are people who think, well, I'll pop to uh, I'll let an old man do a horri- horrific stinky poo stink at our house and then we'll go on holiday forever. I mean, it could be for all we know, this could be a national celebration that we're not sure about. Some people find it very difficult to relax and need a really strong motivation mm. to get out the door and give themselves a break. So maybe that that man is actually actively employed to push them out. Yeah, yeah. it might be Old Pooey Heath or something. That's probably like, a, you know, celebrate Old Pooey Heath. We'll leave a, a series of spicy crackers out for him and I don't know what else would cause a, something. Just like some spicy sausage and broccoli would probably old do curry it. And, cabbage, yeah. 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 There you go. It's bizarre. That's amazing. Do you think it was lost by someone who maybe got to the marshmallow marshmallow layer That's and, definitely and tucked it. in too much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why you, you, you don't want to eat through the marshmallow layer. Yeah. No, yeah. no, of course. of course. Well, you kind of do, mm. but then you'd have to eat through the marshmallows and then do gravy, and that is the wrong way around to do dinner, if you yeah. ask me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you did ask me, that's yeah. what I'd say. That's why we've never gone to the Earth Core. So is it, and it was at boiling hot magma, which yeah. is what eats the gravy. Is there anything beneath that or in the middle the of that? It's the one tooth. Oh, the one tooth's right, right in the middle in of the, the middle core. Of it all. Yeah, yeah. And how does it stay not melted? It's um, the, it's uh, it's a very very strong tooth. It must be. Yeah, it must it's you know the kind of tooth where if you if you drink a hot drink, yeah. or a very cold thing, and, and sometimes you're like, oh, yes, oh, yes, that tooth has never been like that. That's amazing. It's an incredible. But tooth. somehow it still needed a filling. Yeah. So who did that filling? It must have been some mega worm yeah. or some sort of. Well, that's the hero. question that uh, that we're still struggling with. That is very difficult, isn't it? And, and that's your as an archaeologist, that's what yeah. you hope to find out one day. Oh, we just deal with the, the top bits, the, you know. So I, who does archaeologists with top bits, and then sort of um, paleo dentists? Paleo dentists, yeah, people who are looking at dentists from before dinosaurs. Sure, and then do you dinosaur have like, dentists? Dinosaur dentists, yeah. yeah, of course. Which is they had a lot of teeth, so it's a lot of work, isn't of it? Of course, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're always trying to eat you. It's a very dangerous job. Sure, but I, I guess it, it, most dinosaur yeah. dentists now deal with dinosaurs that aren't around anymore. Yeah, exactly. But Be- at the time, you had to distract the dinosaur, do the dental work when it's looking the wrong way, and then get away before it eats you. That's really tricky. Yes. Well, um, I'm trying to think how I would distract a dinosaur. I think I'd probably start by going, Hi, <laughs> dinosaur, look over there. Yeah. And if that didn't work... Yeah. Um, 
you go as a pair, right? Yeah. And then you say, oh, you dinosaur, look over there. And then you, if you, to be sure, you turn to your friend and you say, do you think he saw us? Oh, that's, yeah. That's good. The do you think saw us, of course, is actually a very famous dinosaur. Yes. Um, very poor eyesight. Very poor eyesight. Very poor eyesight, but massive, massive mouth. And great teeth, because he could never see the dentist. Yes, of course, but also meant that unable to brush them properly. Couldn't find mm. the toothbrush. No. Had to clean them on various bark and trees. Just rubbing its face animals, on things. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah on the should... back of a stegosaurus. I understand they found quite a lot of do you think he saw us rubbings, haven't they, from where his face was just rubbed against just, rocks yeah, just and a lot of face and... rubbings. Yeah, it's really awkward. I sort of always feel sorry for dinosaurs, because they didn't have it very easy. Do you think he saw us couldn't see properly. Tyrannosaurus Rex couldn't hold anything. Tiny arms. Um, exactly. Raptors yeah. had to rap all the time. It was, you know, it's, a, it's tricky. There's always something they have to be doing. And then they put all that hard work in and um, pterodactyl, full of terror all the time. Yeah. And, um, and then they just die. Then an asteroid hits them and goes, nah, yeah. not good enough. Boof. Yeah, they had a lot going on. Did have a lot going on. You've got and to think about teeth. dinosaurs. Bad teeth. Bad teeth. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you've got to go to dentist, kids. Uh, so your teeth doesn't end up in the middle don't, of the earth. Don't try and eat them, though. Don't try. Yeah, that's very true. Don't try and eat the dentist. But I wouldn't have thought they're very tasty. No. No, no I can't imagine so. No. It'd be no. difficult to get through the sort of glasses they were. Yeah. Quite thick plastic. <laughs> you spend most of the time just chewing on glasses. Yeah, it sounds awful. Oh. First of all, would you rather have snooker balls for eyes or dominoes for teeth? Oh, my goodness. That's very interesting. Hang on. If uh, dominoes for teeth, if, like, somebody knocks one of your teeth, do they all fall down? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, yeah, that is is an issue. But they all fall down in order. And also, are they teeth-sized dominoes or are they domino-sized dominoes? Are they absolutely massive? Like, would your mouth be really overcrowded? They are domino-sized dominoes. Oh, my goodness. But then you could maybe lock them all over when you want to have, like, some soup. Mm-hmm. And then put them all back up when you really need to chew on something. I quite like that. And with snooker balls for eyes, can you still see through them? Yes, that was my question. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say yes. Hmm. Could I have, if I had the snooker balls for eyes, could they come from two different sets? Uh-huh. So, for example, could I have two blue ones, for example? Or would I have to have, say, a blue and a pink or a blue and a red? Does it all have to come from one set? Well, no, what, what it is, they're sort of, they're interchangeable. So you've got to start with, like, a white and a red. Yes. And then if you want to get one of the coloured ones... You have to knock the red across. Yes. Very good. I'd, I'd do that. Brilliant. Yes. That sounds really good. And, and I guess as well, it can only be snooker balls, it can't be pool balls. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's tricky. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I quite like the idea of domino teeth. I quite like the idea of, of knocking them down for different foods and, and picking them back up. The only thing I wouldn't want is such a full mouth. And it would take a very long time to brush. Um, or also the really difficult thing is if you have a number that matches on the top and bottom tooth and the teeth just disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, it's also like, do I want somebody to come up and randomly slam one of my teeth or do I want somebody <laughs> to try and hit one of my eyes with a snooker cue? And I think I'd prefer the teeth thing. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for teeth. Yeah, you'd you might got... get spinach, though, stuck in the little, you know, the white bits of the dominoes. But then I just knock them all down. And then, and then I can just sort of, yeah. So I think that's where the... Both it's a game face, though, isn't it? It is a game <laughs> face. Absolutely, <laughs> Absolutely, of course. Radio nonsense. Um, so I wanted to read you this before we uh, we wrap up this question. Um, this is um, uh, one of the first mentions of um, uh, football. Uh, it was mentioned in 1486 in a book uh, by Dame Juliana Berners in her book of St. Albans. And it states... 
a certain roundy instrument to play with. It is an instrument for the footy, and then it is calde in Latin, pila pedalis, a footyball. What do you make of that? I mean, I just love that accent, whatever you're doing. It's really fun. It's my old English accent. A hoity-toity woman. Uh, I it was just a uh, person from 1486. Oh, I believe so. that's how they all spoke back then. Yeah. Okay. Hello, I am from 1486. The hoity-toities. Yeah. That's it. Were well, they all Swedish this. as well? Well, it's sort of just excitable. Right. Okay. I Good. think uh, that's just how it was, wasn't it? Okay. Hello, can I Hello, have some bread? <laughs> Bready. Bready before I kick my football at this chalk and you know that's it's just it's just how they spoke and then okay. obviously that's developed into modern language and that's well, why chickens sound like they do because they're all Swedish. Yeah. Clack 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 clack. Absolutely. Blah. See yeah. what's lovely is as we've discovered over the course of this show, um, everything is connected. Everything yeah. is connected. Everything we've mentioned, just history, it all comes mm. together to to work out whether a car's haunted by cheese or a chicken plays football. It's all it's all there, isn't it? All the answers. What a tangled web we've woven. Absolutely. And it's really confused a spider. And we haven't mentioned giggle flaps at any point. No. Helen! <gasps> Unbelievable. Well, there you go. I hope you now feel even wiser than before, or if nothing else, laugh till you fell over. That is definitely the end of the Comedy Club for Kids Presents Radio Nonsense for this season, but we will be back hopefully later in the year, and we will need suggestions from you so that we'll have something to talk about. You know the drill. It's something people used to do DIY with. But you also know that what we need is topics or questions, good ways to start or end the podcast, and, of course, any self-written jokes that you'd like us to read out. Send all of that to podcast at comedyclub4kids.co.uk with the help of your nearest elongated child. Sorry, I mean grown up. Don't forget, we also have Comedy Club for Kids shows all over the country, and I'll also be touring the kids show How Does This Politics Thing Work Then? all over the place too. So please find out when we're near you and come along and shout something at us. Not anything too rude though, like lobster sick or something, because that would be awful and everyone would cry. See you soon, except we won't because this is audio. Um, Hear you soon? No, wait, you'll hear us. That doesn't really work, does it? Hmm, this is complicated. Be heard by you soon. Yeah, that that's it. It's not very catchy. Um, take care and whatever you do, don't poke a buffalo in the eye, call your teacher a turnip-faced recycling shed and make sure you don't fall into any giant shoes. Bye. You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense. It's the end. Lobster sick!